0: Welcome to the Strategy and Leadership Podcast, the podcast that brings you practical advice, lessons, and stories from senior leaders and thought leaders from around the world. The Strategy and Leadership Podcast is brought to you by SME Strategy, working with organizations around the world to create and implement their strategic plans. To learn more, visit smestrategy.net. And now, your host, Anthony Taylor. Welcome, folks, to today's episode of the Strategy and Leadership Podcast, where we speak to experts in their field about strategy, leadership, people, technology, and all the cool things that are happening in the world of business and entrepreneurship. And today, my guest is Michael Tanner. Michael, how are you today? I'm good, Anthony. How are you? I'm uh, fantastic. Beautiful day as we discussed, and I'm excited yes. to, to to chat. And I, you know, I promised I'd ask where in the world are you today? And, and do you have an accent from that place? Just in case anybody's wondering.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the listeners probably have already identified. Uh, I live here in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, and we talked about the podcasting equipment and, and so forth. And I have a pretty nice setup, but uh, I'm confident it does not hide the Southern accent. That's okay. I've got a face for radio anyway, so we're <laughs> we're,
0: we're good with that. M- Michael is uh, part of Credible Leaders and is the VP of R&D for automated logic. So Michael, what keeps you busy most days? What, you know, what fills your time?
1: Well, uh, you know, as we talked about before we hit the record button, I'm I'm really wearing two hats, right? I'm uh, a leadership uh, as a vice president in a in a large uh, commercial building HVAC system controls environment. So, I've got about a, a team of about 150 people uh, as a part of that. And then the second hat is kind of the founder of the the Credible Leadership Group, which is a leadership development firm that uh, it really honestly, I mean, it's a it's just a, an outgrowth of my passion to coach and mentor people to see them succeed. You know, in my corporate role, I get to do that every single day and I love it. But there's an aspect of it that is limited. You know, I can only really uh, influence and impact those people that are on my team that I'm leading and that I'm working with. And what I love about, you know, my own business is that there is no limit to that, right? I can help. Uh, anyone that wants to improve their leadership capabilities. So those are kind of the two hats today that I wear. Awesome. Well,
0: I really got that from our, our pre-conversation and, and your website. You know, the work that you do, you know, I like air quotes your nine to five, you know, really is it's to give to people and and the credible leaders is to support, you know, building that capacity in people because it's something that's you're, you know, very passionate about. So why don't you like kind of tell our our listeners a little bit about how you view leadership? Like how do you view its effectiveness? How do you know if it's working? What's your overall kind of mantra or or way of thinking? And viewing about leadership in organizations,
1: man, that's a big, big, open-ended question. And I, I will try not to take the entire podcast answering this one question. But, but you, you know what, you, you're you're dead on by starting there. I believe by by starting with how do you even define leadership? Because in our workshops, in my work with individuals in coaching and all, I, I have discovered that really that's where we need to start. Is because a lot of people can't really articulate, well, what is leadership? What does it look like? And I I have a military background. My first leadership role was in the United States Marine Corps. So a lot of people think that I'm going to answer that question with, you know, rank or authority or organizational chart or title or position or something like that. And it's not at all the way I define leadership. Uh, But I know that a lot of people struggle with what is leadership? How do you define it? My favorite response to that question is, well, I don't know, but I recognize it when I see it. Uh, Well, that doesn't help us at all. So uh, I believe defining leadership is super important. So at the Credible Leadership Group, we have a a working definition upon which all of our leadership is, is based. And that is this, leadership is influencing others towards a shared goal. Now, I'll break that down really quickly for you, because all of those words in that definition have some significance, right? First of all, the word others, there have to be others involved, right? If if people aren't following you, then you're not in leadership, okay? So others have to be involved. There has to be a goal, right? We have a purpose here. As a collection of people, as a team, we have a purpose. We're We're intending to accomplish something, so there has to be a goal involved. And then to go to the beginning of that definition, the word influencing, we use that very, very intentionally because influencing carries with it this idea of a willingness to follow, right? So you're being a leader if people are willing to follow you. Now, if they're following you just because you have a title, then that's not really influence or or that's certainly not a willingness to follow you, right? They're really following you out of fear because you're the boss. You could fire them or something like that, right? But our definition carries with it this idea of, I am willing to follow this person, right? You, you kind of have this attitude of, I would follow them anywhere. But then lastly, the word shared in our definition, a shared goal. In our definition, that word shared, it has two parts. First of all, it means communicated. You don't have a goal if you haven't communicated that to the team. So it's been well communicated. But the second aspect of the word shared there is this idea of togetherness right? that We are in this together. So even though I'm the leader, I'm sharing in the accomplishment of the goal with this team, right? I'm not the leader that sits in his office or sits up in his high castle and and barks out orders and off you go, go and accomplish the goal. That is not leadership. We're sharing in this. So I'm in the trenches with you and sharing in the accomplishment of that goal. So that's our working definition. And we build everything we teach in leadership around that. Yeah. I love that. Well, so just for everybody listening at home, influencing others towards
0: a shared goal. Each of those words has a very specific definition and connotation to it. And why I thought it'd be, you know, interesting to ask you that question, Michael, is that when I talk to senior leaders that are in senior leadership positions, but might not necessarily be doing the leadership things as in they have a big title, but they're in the weeds and getting done the work, the kind of challenge reflection I say is, hey, you're in a leadership position. You need to do the highest value work. The highest value work is leading others, not just doing work from your chair. And then the challenge that I'd put out to our listeners is saying, hey, if if you're Wondering if you're down here or up there. Reflect on what does leadership mean to you, and how can you exhibit it on a day-to-day basis, Michael. The other thing that I heard from you is when you're talking about your military background. I wrote down the word respect because I think that it's not rank, title, file, all that stuff. It's like if you're going to go to battle with somebody, if you're going to go, you you got to respect the guys. You don't. You might not have to like them, but you respect them, which creates the trust, which then goes builds towards that following peace. Yeah.
1: Uh, anything yeah. you want to add about that from your seat? Yeah, no, I think you're you're dead on with that. I mean, you know, in the in the military world, we have situations that are life and death, right? And soldiers and Marines at times are called upon to put their life in danger. And a lot of people have this misconception, but people won't just do that. They won't just put their life in danger because you outrank them or because you're, quote, the boss. But they will do that for you when you ask them to do that if you have a good relationship with them, if they know you, if they trust you, if they respect you the way you're you're talking about, right? So even if you're a leader and you outrank those that, that you're in charge of, which you obviously do, they're not gonna just do what you ask them to do just because you outrank them. Mm-hmm. And so in the corporate world, just because you have a vice president title. People aren't going to be willing to work the weekend for you just because you have that title. But if you've built a good relationship, if they trust you, if they trust your motives and why you're leading, if uh, you know, if you know a little bit about them as a person, and, and again, you've built some good relationships with them, and then you ask them to work the weekend, they're much more likely to be willing, willing to follow you in that case, whereas your vice president title at that point doesn't matter.
0: Hey. Sorry to interrupt. It's Anthony here again. I just wanted to let you know if you're enjoying today's episode, I'd love it if you could give us a review and a comment to let us know where you're listening from. It means a lot to us. It helps us with the algorithm. It also helps us get into the hands of more people so that we can keep bringing great guests onto the show. So please do that. Also, if you or your team are planning a strategic planning offsite coming up, please reach out to us. We'd be happy to see if we're a fit to facilitate to support you and your team getting on the same page and getting clear about where you want to go. So you can visit SME or click the link in the description. We'd appreciate both of those things. Now get us back to the episode. Yeah. And I what I made me think of that is like the willingness is, is a two-way street. Like for example, when you say like, Hey, work the weekends, like I'm going to be there too. If it's just, That's Hey, right. you know, so walking the walk and showing that you're willing to be able to to do the work side by side with them even if in the military case it's hey you know like you're putting your life at risk hey you're not it's not putting them ahead of you y'all are side by side and i think that goes back to your original definition of the shared goal we have a shared goal we're going to make sure that we're working towards it together not like that kind of like whipping motion like you know you're in That's front right. but all moving towards the same thing so What was in your career, and so now looking at at your role at Automated Logic, what were some of those like aha moments that you had as a leader? Some of those things that kind of shaped your brain, and and often I find that they come with somewhere you might have screwed up. Uh, So if you feel willing to be humble and share some areas where you got a really good learning, I'd love to hear that from, from your history.
1: Yeah, I know. I've got, listen, I've got plenty of those. And in fact, a a lot of my leadership development career is built upon, hey, let me tell you what I messed up so that you don't have to do, you know, make the same mistake, right? So, you know, one that comes to mind related to my leadership at Automated Logic is the need for a leader to have credibility. Now, we teach four components of leadership, uh, credibility, competence, motive, and relationship. And it was when I got to the team at Automated Logic that I really recognized the need for credibility. Uh, So a little bit of history, I've been at Automated Logic in this role now for about nine years. So nine years ago, I was brand new to this team. They didn't know me. You know, I got hired into this team uh, in the vice president role. And there were a lot of changes that needed to be made, operating type changes, even organizational type changes. And in fact, uh, the senior leadership of the business that's the very reason that they brought me in was to try to make some of those changes because i'd i'd made very similar changes in a, in a previous company and so i just remember that as i was working with and building relationships with some of the key team members and all and and i was starting to introduce some of these changes that we needed to make it was actually in a big group setting and one of the one of the rock star team members of, uh, of our team, he asked me a very pointed question as I was introducing a change that we needed to make. And he, and he wasn't trying to put me on the spot. He was very sincere in this question, but I was explaining this change that we needed to make. And, and I even, you know, went into some details about, you know, some of the, the struggles that we'll have and some of the pain points that we'll have. But I was ov- obviously um, very intentional to talk about the benefits of it and why we needed to do it and so forth. And he asked me a very, very pointed question. He said to me, Michael, have you ever made this type of change before? Now, again, I'm, I'm I don't know, I'm three, four months into this job now uh, with this brand new team. And in that moment, I recognized they don't they don't see any of the credibility that I have as a leader they don't see any of the credibility that I have in making these kind of changes because they weren't with me in in that previous employer right and so credibility it's just kind of this this history or this track record of success and i didn't have that yet with this team and you know when he asked me that point i recognized in that moment that I needed to do everything I could every single day, every little moment that I could. I needed to be ensuring that it was building my credibility as their leader.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And thanks for making that really specific. And I think one of the, the takeaways there, and we, we had a, a thing internally saying, you know, you ask a question, they say, well, I know it. Or like someone else said, hey, I know it. So, yeah, but that doesn't matter if you know it or you think you know it. It's what everybody else says. And that if it's, you know, it's like a bank. So you got to build up that credibility until there's that trust because That's it's right. like assumed versus implied and you got to take those opportunities because if there's no credibility and there's no trust then getting people to like be on your side is a lot more challenging especially as you're doing new things that are scary and and uncertain as you move yes. forward. Yes, totally. So building your team, I know we talked about measuring leadership effectiveness. So how do you measure leadership effectiveness? How do you know if your leadership is effective? How do you know if other people's leadership is effective within your organization?
1: Yeah, so that's that's the next step, right? So as I said, I mean, we go into a lot of organizations and the first thing is, well, how do you, how do you define leadership? And then the, the second step is, well, then how do you measure it? And I think this is a really, really important question. And I think it's where... At the Credible Leadership Group, it's where we have some really, really strong um, value that we bring here in measuring leadership. Because I saw too often, I believe, the wrong metrics being used for measuring leadership. Uh, when you survey any number of people about, well, how do you measure leadership? You're most likely the the, the most uh, the majority of your responses are going to be something related to attrition, right? And, and we've all heard the cliche, right? People don't leave companies, they leave bad bosses or they leave, you know, people. Right. And, and it's true. But I look at attrition as the wrong metric to be using to try to measure your leadership, because I look at that as the scoreboard at the end of the ball game Right. Well, you can't change the score now. The game is over. Right. If you're looking at attrition, your best team members have already left.
0: Yeah, you already lost.
1: Right. So so why look at leadership now and try to use that as the measurement? And what I prefer is more of a real-time measurement. What is What is my leadership score right now? But I also prefer an objective measurement of leadership because, again, you know, when your definition is, well, I don't know what leadership is, but I know it when I see it how can I make an an objective measurement? And I think objective measurement in leadership is so important is because we tend to be defensive when a measurement of us is subjective in some way, right? When you say, well, you know what? I feel like that you could do better at this or you could, well, when that's the measurement on us, we tend to get defensive on that. So what we've developed, we've developed what we call the leadership equation. I'm am a I'm a math and computer science guy. So- it was just natural that I would come up with an equation. We put the four components, credibility, competence, motive, and relationship. We put those together in a mathematical equation that represents their relationship to one another. And what we were able to do with that then is put a survey behind that, that then gives you a score, a number. Nothing is more objective than a number. And and we're also very... Uh, diligent to say, well, look, this is not an academic grading scale, right? You're not you're not looking for a 90 or above and you're an A. The, the number is irrelevant. So you you basically just get a random number. That random number now represents your leadership score. Now you can do things in those four areas: credibility, competence, motive, and relationship. You can do things in those four areas and watch your leadership score. Increase and just so, so we're clear, it's not, a, it's not a random number. It's a generated number, it, it, right? It's a calculated okay. number, but it 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 doesn't really mean anything to you in the sense of oh, I made an A or I passed or yeah, I'm yeah. I'm good or I'm bad. It's just a a baseline upon which now you can grow.
0: Perfect. That's that's what I thought. And I really like it. Again, the moving from subjective to objective to make it specific and measurable so that everybody is measured on the same thing that you've taken components, characteristics and quantified leadership. Again, it is not the way it is a way, but it sounds pretty good to me. Credibility, competence, uh, motive and relationships. They're all, you know, important characteristics of leaders. And so your ability to do that and then It doesn't really matter what you think as the ranking and it's super important what everybody else thinks, because that's the core component of leadership that other people have that. And I think what I also really like about this is that it gives you specifics that you can work against. So you can say, oh, I'm, you know, really great in relationship and competence, but I have no credibility. So what can you do to take actions to move that forward and, and support your leadership outcomes?
1: Awesome. Anything else? Yeah, well, I mean, the beauty of that is we have what we call the leadership calculator. And again, it's just a a survey, a questionnaire. It spits your answers into the equation and gives you a score. But from that, we can also identify which of those four components should you focus on first? Now, I would argue that as a good leader, you got to be good in all of them, right? All four. But you can look at the equation, you can look at your score, and you can identify which of the variables gives you the, the you know the biggest bang for your buck. Uh, so for instance, motive, motive is really just the answer to the question, why do you want to be a leader? And it's related to your team members are always trying to determine are your motives for being a leader are they selfish or selfless in nature. Right? And so if we look at your score and your team feels like your motive is selfish at a high level, that's going to greatly reduce your leadership effectiveness score. And so that identifies for you, well, that's where you need to focus. You need to focus on persuading your team members that your motives for being a leader are selfless in nature and not selfish in nature. And so the beauty of that is we can really hone in on what are the areas you should start on first? And then as you improve that variable, then you can move over to the next one. That's the beauty of having in a mathematical equation is you can look at it mathematically and identify which one is the most important you should work on.
0: Yeah, I love that. As Jay-Z says, men do, women do, but numbers don't lie. That's so right. if you can have something that'll support not only the diagnostic, but taking actions, I think it's it's critical. And I think what's really cool about that, Michael, is that it really just highlights you know all of the experience that you had, both from the military and your work, and being able to put in a tool that people can actionably use. So I really appreciate that. And I invite all of our leaders to be able to look and say, hey, if you're trying to focus and improve your lead, your own leadership ability and the leadership ability of your team, Um, either reach out to Michael for his assessment or create one that supports your objective that that's tailored to. But I think, and the other thing, again, I really loved about today was influencing others towards a shared goal. I think I can't think of a better way to define leadership. I won't look it up in the dictionary, but I thought it was awesome. Uh, Michael, where can people get a hold of you? Where can they learn more about you and your work?
1: Well, the best place to find everything that we're doing at the Credible Leadership Group is at our website, CredibleLeaders.com. You'll see the leadership calculator pretty prominent there on the front page. So you're welcome to take advantage of that. It's a free tool. But then on social media, I'm primarily on LinkedIn. You'll catch me on Facebook or Twitter occasionally, but primarily I do all my business there on LinkedIn. Awesome. I love that. Well, I appreciate it, Michael. It was awesome chatting with you. I encourage
0: everybody, check out the tool, you know, your leadership is a capacity and you're never going to be perfect. And we're always going to screw up. The best you can do is try to mitigate the amount of times you screw up. But uh, that's for a, another conversation. Michael,
1: thank you so much for joining us today. Anthony, thanks so much for the opportunity. It's a real honor and blessing to serve you and your audience any way I can. The pleasure's mine. Folks, my guest today, Michael
0: Tanner from Credible Leaders, and he's the VP of R&D at Automated Logic thanks so much for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you check out the assessment tool. And my invitation to you is just for wherever you're at, up, down, bottom, across, new hire, old hire, you always have an opportunity to demonstrate leadership. And I hope you take that into today and the rest of your days. So once again, my name is Anthony Taylor. This has been the Strategy and Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. And just thanks for being you. we will see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Before you go, I wanted to make sure that you knew about our signature course that'll help you better align your team and get them bought into your strategic plan. It's presented really simply that whether you're a seasoned veteran or brand new to strategic planning, it'll help you better understand it, it'll help your team think more strategically, and it'll help you better prioritize and set goals. Ultimately, it's gonna give you a plan that you can execute successfully. If you have no idea how many plans that I see that look good, but are missing key components to make them successful, and we cover all of those missteps in the course. On top of all the video training, you'll get access to all of our workbooks and access to our knowledge base and community. The course is only $4.95 and you can get instant access to all of the videos, plus you can use the code PODCAST for $100 off. Course comes with a 100% money back guarantee. If you don't get value from the course, let us know and we'll give you all of your money back. So go to smestrategy.net slash course, use the code podcast for $100 off. And I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to support you and your team in getting alignment and moving your strategic plan forward. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time.